got tired at soccer. David, it's me. Call me. It's urgent. Bone marrow transplants are giving positive results. If there's a sibling who's marrow matched, makes the odds much better. I'm leaving her, okay? I am leaving her. <laughs> what is this? I am sorry! How do you know you don't have other children? I don't even know how to say this, but uh, is there any chance that Jeremy could be David's child? What? There's no one on the register with an exact match. Look, Claudia, I know this is a weird question. I believe you had an affair with my husband. Are either of your kids his? Jack is what we have to be focusing on now. What do you think I'm doing? As the audience was leaving a screening of the new film Matching Jack the other night, one man was heard to say, well, that had a bit of everything, humour and tears, style, thoughtfulness. And somebody else said, yes, it was an Australian film, but it was really good. And it's a shame there should be an element of suspicion about the quality of Australian films these days. But Nadia Tass, the director of Matching Jack, has every reason to be proud of the reception her work is getting with with this movie. Hi, Nadia. Hello, Gillian. How would you summarise the themes of Matching Jack? Well, this is based on a true story. It's, It's a woman who discovers at the same time that her child is sick, she she finds out that her husband has been cheating on her for the full duration of the marriage. Now, to save her child, she must find a sibling for her son. She doesn't have any other children, but since her husband has been philandering, uh, he's, uh, he's a, a wonderful architect who's been renovating and fixing people's houses. So to speak. So, <laughs> yes. He has been having a lot of relationships. So she traces uh, through his diaries the w- women that he could have been having affairs with and goes door knocking to find if there is a, a ch- some sort of a, an offspring or, or child out there that could save her son's life. So the, you know, the diagnosis is merely the catalyst. I don't go into that side very much. It's really about the woman and her journey, her plight. How is she going to find this elusive child if it exists? It's such a um, many-faceted, though, punch in the guts, isn't it, emotionally? So you, I imagine as a director, just the gamut of emotions that you would get to deal with in those circumstances. Any one of them would be so hard to imagine living through for for most people. Yeah, and doing all the research I did, I found that people, as soon as, uh, you know, they find themselves in a similar predicament, they actually brace themselves and, and work out what to do and how to do it to save the day, to save the child, to save the, the, the ill person. So... Yes, there's a lot of emotion in there, but I I love playing with serious issues, issues that are real for today's world, and I lace them with humour. And I think it's really important as a filmmaker that I live up to what I believe to be my main function, and that's to entertain an audience. So... You know, I'm taking them through the emotional through line of the movie, but at the same time giving them the relief that I think is necessary. And it's incredible. I mean, not just about, uh, as you say, not um, not a film about infidelity, but what you would do to save your child. That's exactly right. And it, in in every which way, it's about what would you do to save your child and to make your child's life better. You know, the time that your child is is you know, is going through this horrible period. 
I just got back from London where I was directing a play and my play's opened now, it's on. But at the same time, we had screenings at uh, the British Film Institute and a couple of other places in London and the reaction over there was overwhelming and they... The main feedback was that they felt it was a movie uh, they were comparing to A Beautiful Life. Wow, that's fantastic. Which, uh, you know, I hadn't thought of that. So it was, you know, this message has absolutely come from London, which is lovely. Uh, It's an absolute honour to be compared to that movie. But it's fitting because, you know, there is a father trying to make that child's life as uh, meaningful and happy as possible. And that, of course, is set against the Holocaust. Um, and here we've got two children who who are ill, uh, but, you know, their parents, it's about what their parents do to help the children and to help them come through on, in a positive way. And to deal with, with so many, I guess, hor- horrors within your yourself and your own perception of, of life and death, but to just have to go on and put yourself aside and your own your own feelings aside and, and your own weaknesses aside because that's always going to be more important. There is no time for um, for anything else other than how am I going to help my child? We're talking to Nadia Tass. She's the director of the new movie Matching Jack. And, and with children, how, how, do you, how do you handle working with them when you are dealing with such a difficult subject? I usually do all the work for the children. So when they arrive on set, they're skipping, they're playing, they're playing soccer and they're playing word games. And then I integrate their game playing into the scenes that they have to shoot. We don't end up with traumatised children at the end of the day. No children were harmed in the making of Magic Jack. (laughs) No, no. in fact, they're very happy and and going on to do wonderful things like Cody Smith-McPhee is in Hollywood at the moment uh, working on a really big movie. He is an absolute genius. And On the Road, which is a film he did with Viggo Mortensen, he uh, he was being called Brando. He was stunning. He was stunning. And on this one, as soon as Jimmy Nesbitt would arrive on set, he would look at the scene that we were about to shoot and he'd say, oh, dear, I'm actually working with Brando today. I'd better go and study my scene. (laughs) So, you know, he really is a force to be reckoned with. His performance in this is truly brilliant. And it's set in Melbourne. It could have been set anywhere else in the world. And I had the option of actually shooting it in uh, America, uh, shooting it in Seattle and, and you know, big stars were being given to me to, to, to act in it. And I decided at the end of the day I wasn't going to do that. I wanted to bring it back to Australia. I felt the need to come back and make this here. And I think it's a better film for it. The authenticity is absolutely there. Who did you reject? Meg Ryan. Wow. Meg was going to... I guess, you know, yeah. I, I don't want to actually say that I rejected Meg no, Ryan. You know. but um, just the Okay, the, the there was, concept. you know, the, yeah. you know there, were, there were a number of people that were being talked about and there was a time when Dustin Hoffman was going to be producing this with us because he really loved the story. His company was completely committed and they went out and started uh, marketing it, r- raising funds. But at the end of the day, I really wanted to bring it back here. 
And fantastic that you did because it is, uh, and it is a funny thing going back to the the beginning that people will will say it's an Australian film and have kind of preconceived ideas about what that means for the quality of it. But that that's we're starting to lose that because we are getting such great cinema, which is got to be fantastic for the film industry. Yeah, it is. And I think some of us that have been overseas, I've been working in America for the last 10 years. And uh, I think with all that experience and, you know, prior experience here in Australia, uh, with that maturity, I like to think that I'm giving back to an industry that I love. Uh, and so it's fitting that I come back and work here. And do you think, it's a bit of a Dorothy Dix, but do you think um, there's a freshness about Australian cinema that perhaps isn't reflected? I'm sure it has other great qualities, but perhaps we don't get out of Hollywood now? Um, yes, there is a freshness. I think just for the sheer fact that I could come back here and, and make J- Matching Jack with people like Jacinda Barrett, who also has had enormous experience overseas. Her name is is such a valued commodity in, in, in Hollywood. She was in Bridget Jones' Diary. She was in Ladder 49 opposite Joachim Phoenix, the lead female in Last Kiss with Zach Braff, Poseidon, and, you know, her credits continue. She is absolutely extraordinary uh, as an actress. She is Australian. And this is her first Australian film. I wanted to bring her back and make this film with her using all that she has to give, which is enormous. She doesn't carry that baggage that a star carries because I didn't want Marissa to be a face up there uh, that was going to be bigger than the actual project. Um, some of the main, you know, actresses, what, what you're looking at is, you know, if you're looking at Julia Roberts, it's Julia Roberts up there. And I really wanted, you know, that suspension of belief. I uh, appreciating the um, element of humour that ran through it. It still is a very confronting movie. What was it like for you to work within that? I I saw it as my challenge. I saw it as my duty to actually make this film. Ten years ago, a woman's story was presented to me in script form in my office. Many scripts come past my desk, but this one had something. And so I picked it up and from that point on, I went and did a whole lot of research and found many like cases. And so I felt, okay, this story has come to me for a reason and I really need to do the right thing, take it out there to the public so the public is actually aware of how people live. I think the first and foremost thing is to entertain people and hopefully I do that, you know, moving them from drama into comedy. Now beyond that, uh, I'm very conscious of what is necessary out there in terms of, you know, bone marrow donors, organ donors, completely aware of that and, you know, whichever way I can throw focus on what's necessary in the community, I'll do that. With Matching Jack, I think it's, uh, you know, the message is let's have a look at what is necessary. What do we need to do? We need to be a little more sensitive to the to the plight of the leukaemia children and to, you know, to all this other um, donation that needs to take place. Thank you so much for talking to us on Afternoons today, Nadia. Gillian, thank you. Thanks for being interested. <laughs> Nadia Tass is the director of Matching Jack.